and welcome to the Original Content Podcast. I'm Anthony Ha. I'm Jordan Crook. And I'm Daryl Eddington. And every week we review a new streaming show or movie, discuss the latest streaming news. This week we are going to review Godzilla vs. Kong on HBO Max. But before we do that, I wanted to mention the fact that Daryl and Jordan have a new podcast called Found. They're doing this one with TechCrunch, not wild and free like original content. Um, <laughs> and those of you who uh, listened to the end of last week's episode, you heard the, the teaser for Found. But does either of you want to tell us why people should listen to Found? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's great. It's, uh, I mean, if you're entrepreneurial-minded then it's going to be great for you. Also, if you're interested in just like human stories of triumph and tribulation. Or abject failure. There's a few. There's, tribulation a, there's a little bit of that. kind of teases into Oh, I see. Yeah, failure. that's right. That's bad. And then there's also me and Daryl. <laughs> Would you say that you guys are the, the same on Original Content and Founder? Are you like, you know... Different versions of yourself. I can't say we're exactly the same because this is a three-ingredient stew. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. we're 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 us with you. And you mix in a little bit of like uh, us and like I would say me in disrupt mode, and then Jordan in like whatever extra the opposite crunch live of this mode. disrupt mode is. <laughs> it's like the chillest I am. But it's on yeah, the Found we, podcast cross with how chill we can be on original content right so there's a little bit of trying to dress up for business but not really um and, and your shot at us a lot of that out because we're just so stupid that he's like this is getting cut you dumbies. we've been having a lot of fun because daryl and i'm i mean you know anthony we've all known each other for like a decade now and then instead of it being another person we've known for a decade it's a total stranger so we have a lot of fun and joke a lot. And I feel like most of the people that we've spoken to on the podcast, like get in on the joke with us. Oh, for sure. I don't think anybody's been like, oops, uh, this was a mistake. <laughs> what, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like they have fun with us. So it's cool to see uh, founders like kind of like loosen their loosen tie. Yeah, yeah. And have fun with us. Doesn't even happen when we go to our events and stuff, right? Because you think like, oh, we're in person, we, people would be chill, but people are, if anything, the opposite of that. Because they're like, oh, it's I, I have to pitch you, and it's like, no, you don't. It's okay. It's not gonna do anything. Right. And then that's the yeah. opposite of what I want. <laughs> yes, yeah. I feel like we did a pretty poor job of selling the podcast on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> mostly because it launches so soon, and we have been talking about it for two weeks now it feels like so we're just like sick of talking about it a little bit. <laughs> okay well i'll give you one last chance to, to pitch it um in the sense so that uh this is coming out on saturday so the first episode of found came out yesterday as a publication date uh what is that episode about it is about i just actually set it to schedule so it's about um uh iman abu zaid who is the co-founder of incredible health so it's a really cool company it's like a hiring platform for nurses but they obviously saw a lot of activity because of COVID-19 but it was you know it's it's surprising it's like there's a lot of demand so you wouldn't think they would have that much problems but there are tons of problems on both sides and she's a doctor and then she also 
She's got like an MBA a super from Wharton. Overachiever. Yeah. She was like All before founding a startup. She was like, I need these things before I found a startup. As opposed to like uh, you know, I need to drop out of school because I'm a privileged white asshole like Mark Zuckerberg, and then I'll <laughs> and then that's all I need to go do a startup. She was like, I'm gonna get all the best tools, like world class educations, and then yeah. I'm gonna go do it. So. And you shouldn't like estimate someone's age really, but like she felt like young and and then she was talking about all the things she had done, and I just felt like a piece of shit, like, the whole time. Like, <laughs> I was just like, I am no one. And she's also super, I mean, you can tell from her resume, from the fact that she's got a business degree and is a doctor and worked at a startup and now runs a startup and has raised a bunch of venture capital. But she's an incredibly ambitious human being. Like, she's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm going to change the industry and then also the world and, like, that's just what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it in my 30s. That's what she said. She's just giving herself 10 years to do this huge thing. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were just there like, well, it's it's actually we revel in it. We're like our self-deprecation is disgusting in this episode because we're just like, oh, I'm such a piece of trash. What have I ever done? And she, she has a pity moment too where she's like, no, no, look, you guys are like cool <laughs> reporter things. Yeah. She was like, we, like you guys oh, are awesome. <laughs> that just makes it worse. Yeah. Oh my God. It was terrible. At one point she was like, you know, you like normally go for the jobs that you don't really care about first. And then you try out for the job that you really want. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I totally did that. Yeah, I turned out that Jordan accidentally has this job and through no kind of action of her own. <laughs> never really I do. About I it. do. It's the truth. John Biggs was like, come work for me. And I was like, okay. And right. I was working here on a Monday. And Now, now, I don't think you accidentally become the managing no, editor no. of TechCrunch, but I understand what you're saying. Um, great. Well, found. You should all check it out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I mean, whatever app you're using to listen to original content, just type in found and you well, will find it. Well, on that one might be hard. You gotta, found you gotta, found TechCrunch. Found TechCrunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll find it. I believe in you guys. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, not originally, like many of the movies uh, or we've reviewed in the past year, not originally meant for streaming, but... In the middle of the pandemic, it has been released on HBO Max and in theaters, where actually it's done shockingly well in theaters. It made almost yeah. $50 million in the U.S., which is more than any movie has done since the pandemic started. That is as much money as the last Godzilla movie made in its opening weekend, not during the pandemic. So, Oof. Oh. So this is a big money money. That's bad news for the, the that last guy's yeah movie. also that I last one was sort it. of a disappointment and like i think for a movie of this scale a 50 million opening weekend during normal times would be a little bit of a disappointment but you know for now it's like amazing yeah it's i mean i think part of it is just like pent up demand to see movies and then now there are vaccination people are vaccinated so like arguably people could safely go right um like i don't know that this would have I, I mean that it's interesting to to kind of consider how do you think this would have done even with that like with in non-pandemic times because maybe it would have done exactly the same right and then that would have looked bad but it did the what it did and it looks good because it's relative right but yeah yeah so so plot wise i think that the title kind of says says it all uh godzilla's in the movie 
uh, King Kong is in the movie. Although they always just call him Kong, not not King Kong. And then uh, uh, they they fight multiple times, and that's yes. basically the plot of the movie. There's there's a few other things, but but really that's that's kind of the selling point. It's a very light sprinkling of plot in this one, and I was pretty pleased by that. They really didn't waste no time with like, well, you know. I think we just got to get these two things together and that'll be most of our work at the beginning of the movie. And we won't, we don't need to work too hard. (laughs) We just need to get them in the same general area. And then the movie writes itself from there. (laughs) How many times do they fight? Oh, how many times? I'm trying to break it up into discrete times. Two, I would say there's two big fights. Yes. Yes. But the second one is a very multi-part fight. Right. I mean, the second right? fight, without getting into too much detail, I think the second fight is like a big chunk of the second half of the movie. Like the second half of the movie, yes. for, to a large extent, is one giant fight. Yeah. Wow. So, Jordan, uh, okay. I remember, I remember, like yesterday, uh, you were telling me, like, yeah, I just, I'm 20 minutes in. I don't understand anything that's happening. None of this makes any sense. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, how important. I guess I was wondering how important, like, the Godzilla earlier Godzilla movies or King Kong movies were to my understanding of this movie. Cause they were referencing this thing called the Orca. I still don't really know what no that explanation. is. I eventually I figured is, out yeah. what the Orca was. How do I know what it is? And you guys don't, it's like it mimics, mimics the, you know, they all of the, what are they called? The Titans legends? Or... Titans. Yeah. All of them have share like a, bioacoustic frequency like something that works for all of them like a noise or something right and the orca like can be used to call them or control them in some way we watched the same movie right i missed that entirely you know and the the guy's wife right you know like she had control of it wait Wait, no, that doesn't sound right. No, Jordan. Maybe this is a different movie. Jordan, I think you watched, I watched, God, the wrong you watched um, Godzilla King of the Monsters. No, I didn't. Hold on, let's look. That would make sense because I haven't seen that movie for a couple of years now, so I wouldn't remember any of that stuff. Oh, yeah, the Orca. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry. This is definitely in that movie. I don't know that it's in this one. I don't know, Um, like... Because I just recently switched. This is also useful for the original content podcast. I just recently switched to Hulu Plus from cable. So now my HBO is in Hulu, which is confusing. Sounds suboptimal. Yeah, it looks like I watched the wrong movie. (laughs) 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 Which was not light on plot. No, exactly. There's a lot of plot in that movie. There's it's 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 not like best plot but they do a lot of time spent on story in that one if i recall correctly which was probably I wonder why they even me. let me watch it where were you guys watching this movie hbo max uh yeah that one. Oh, uh daryl as a canadian um found another <laughs> legal way to obtain it i'm sure yes another canadian legal way to obtain it <laughs> <laughs> Like they're literally featuring this other movie. For me. Why would, <laughs> why would they dumb. do that it's and not the big they, one? They expect that you want to you want to get ready and you want to have all the backstory and be ready to watch Kong versus 
wait, whatever it's called, Godzilla versus King Kong. So, listeners, if we are actually keeping this in, it's worth you knowing that the TV is behind my camera, so they can actually <laughs> see me searching. Right, <laughs> listeners, it's also worth knowing that I'm going to edit this down to probably like one minute of the podcast. But we talked about this for like ten minutes, which we're not inflicting <laughs> on you. Yeah. Yeah, weird. It like won't come through on my Hulu. I might have to disconnect HBO from Hulu because I don't. I, now that HBO, I, I bitched and moaned for a million years about how HBO had the worst app in all of like streaming TV, and then they built HBO Max, and I immediately added it as a Hulu add-on. So I, I'm gonna, gonna go untangle back. those. Yeah, that's that's not working for me. Anyway, I could tell you a lot about <laughs> actually not a ton because I didn't even finish that one. So really, I came as a complete let's let's failure. lean into this though. What what did you think of Godzilla, King of the Monsters? I liked it. I thought it had an interesting plot line. So the lady, the wife, she's got this machine that can control them, and yeah. then there's also an alien one, and he is fucking with them. He's like alphaing the existing. I keep wanting to call them legends, titans. Right. So they're like following him around and doing his bidding. Oh yes, and, okay, I remember. And yeah. he was like creating like geo storms. Um, was it Ghidorah? Is the bad the made the big right. bad monster? Yeah, in yeah he's like got like four headed dragon yeah. or something. So that was good. I mean, it was good. I was into it. I did. I wasn't like so so into it that I finished it, but I. <laughs> But I was into it while I was watching it, and I never saw a fight between Godzilla or Kong, and I thought, what's going on this with that? This is weird. Yeah, <laughs> Kong, is only, <laughs> Kong is only there like in the beginning, really, I think. And then not so much after that, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll get there. And I thought that was the part I missed. And I still, up until we realized I was watching the wrong movie, thought, thought that was just the part I missed, but... Yeah, I think Kong, is, if he is in this, it's only, or in that movie, it's only as like a brief cameo to kind of like. It's like the very beginning. That they exist in the same world. Yeah. But that I, I do, I did like that movie. Like, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was fine. And mostly because it had uh, Coach Taylor in it. And we can talk more about Coach Taylor, obviously, in this it movie. Did, he's yeah. back. Yeah. Um, it had other people in it too, like Vera Farmiga, as we mentioned, and Millie Bobby Brown from that Netflix thing everybody loves, and Thomas Middleditch, he's in it, and he's the he's the comic relief, I think, right? I don't really remember what he does in it, but he's there. Uh, yeah, but this is the the but I w- I would say I would argue the far superior movie is Kong Skull Island, and then also now this one. Right. I would still rank Kong Skull Island above this above Godzilla versus King Kong. Um but I think that would be my order. So Skull Island, this one, and then uh Godzilla. But I didn't dislike any of them. Right. So there's this is the fourth movie in what's called the Monsterverse. The first one was... Wait, fourth movie? Yeah, there was Godzilla, just straight up Godzilla. Um, and that one is just Godzilla and then like these like weird giant insects that he kills. Um, and that one was fine. I mean, really forgettable human characters. Um, but Godzilla himself is great. Uh, and then there's Kong Skull Island, which is I agree is maybe the best in the series. Certainly has the most interesting story 
um, and the most interesting characters. Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I did not see uh, because uh, the reviews were so bad, but was the one where mm-hmm. they introduced Mothra, Ghidorah, and like the, all the other Godzilla monsters. And then now that's all been leading up to Godzilla vs. Kong, which, yeah, I would say on a story level is just they gave zero fucks. Like, just, yes. you know, nothing uh, is particularly interesting or memorable, especially on a human level. Um, apparently one of the characters is, like, the son of Ken Watanabe's character from the Godzilla movies, but they never bothered to oh. mention it. Like, it's like, who cares? And... <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Kyle Chandler's in it very briefly. Good for him, I guess. But it also has like, in a two-hour movie, it's maybe 70 minutes of, or or maybe even 90 minutes of either Godzilla and Kong beating the shit out of each other or beating the shit out of something else. And that is all extremely satisfying. So there's no plot, is what you're saying. Now I'm starting from scratch. Uh, There's a pretty elaborate plot that exists it's just very thin like they don't draw it out but it's it that's another maybe that's one of its weaknesses is that it's filled with total absurdities that are like very hand-waved way we talk about that a lot in this with sci-fi but this one's like right no we just need these things to happen so fuck you like don't even think about how they're done also i just i had to go look up godzilla the original and now i remember it very well, because it had Brian Cranston in it, and, and also what's uh, her name? Elizabeth uh, Olsen. Yes, no. Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, Naomi Watts. No, Juliet. No. Not Binoche. No. Yeah, Juliet Binoche was. Wasn't in it. Naomi yeah. Watts in a movie about King Kong though? She was point? in King Kong from two thousand five. Yes. The old, the real old one. With the guy from Sex and the City in it. No, the guy who's married to Sex and the City. Aiden. <laughs> Oh no, no. Broderick, <laughs> Broderick, Matthew yeah. Broderick. Also, Aiden this was never great. married to anyone in Sex and the City, so I'm, just, I'm such a piece of shit. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this <laughs> trip through cinematic history <laughs> to movies that may or may not exist <laughs> and we may or may not have watched. This is um. our most on-brand episode yet. <laughs> I actually love this. I actually think it's great. Yes. Yeah, I do too. And I think it is like it's probably as much as the filmmakers or the people involved in these some of these movies know about the movies too. It's like based on based on what happens in Godzilla and King Kong, it seems like they were like, Yeah, I think I kinda saw that one. This happened, right? All right, let's <laughs> move on. Although I was surprised at like my assumption was that this would you know, especially because uh the second Godzilla didn't movie didn't do that well, that they would and that because this was the big crossover they would make this as a movie that was really for people who not, hadn't necessarily seen the other movies. Right. And that's true in the sense that the plot doesn't matter, but there is a lot of referencing of things that happened in previous movies. And some of those movies I've seen and did not remember the stuff they were talking about and some of those movies I haven't seen. And so my confusion was definitely amplified for the first hour where I was like, am I supposed to know who this character yeah. is and how they relate to this other character? And then at a certain point I was like, oh, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the entire uh, Coach Taylor plot really doesn't need to be there and only matters if you had seen that that movie and remembered a lot of the detail from it, right? So, yeah, I think for sure that is true. It's And then they kind of tied back to Kong too, but it, 
it's weird because there's such a time difference. Right. Because that was set in the past and this right. one is and set in the present. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's like basically two different like uh, groups of humans who I think are, there's like one group of humans that's kind of around Kong and following Kong around. And then there's one group of humans who you will have recognized and it includes the, uh, you know, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things um, who they're sort of trying to figure out what's going on with Godzilla because part of the setup for the movie is that uh, Godzilla is sort of rampaging around and um, what we figured out from the past Godzilla movies is that he's actually good and shouldn't be rampaging around. So why is he doing that? Yeah, it's a deep mystery. We can't we can't tell you now because we're not in the spoilers part. Yeah. Uh, did you have a preference between either of the the human casts, Daryl? Uh, I mean, Skarsgård was weird. It was right. So Alexander. It, uh, yeah, Skarsgård plays like a geologist who's sort of following Kong around. Yeah, they have like they have Skarsgård, and then they have uh, oh goodness, who is the female lead for the thing? Oh, uh, Rebecca Hall. Yes, Rebecca Hall, and I was I, I really like Rebecca Hall actually, so I was super pleased to see her there. And then it was like, what's the point? Why are either of these people? They, they could be literally anyone, interchangeable with anyone, and. Skarsgård too has had some really good recent turns and stuff that have shown that he's not he's more than just a sexy vampire, but he's he's just like, eh, like I could have been anyone, honestly. So I felt that I didn't really care about anybody in the movie, to be honest. Like, and I really I found the Millie Bobby Brown thing was like, actually Millie Bobby Brown's friend who she uh, who grudgingly goes with her. Yeah, uh, Julian Dennison, who is the um, like teenager from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, and um, what's the other one he was in? Uh, Deadpool two. Yes. Yeah. 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 New, he's New Zealand, right? New Zealander. Yeah. yeah. So he he was really good. I actually liked him the most out of maybe anybody in the movie, uh, and he got all the kind of fun and charming lines, and then that was it. Really, the rest of the movie was just like. I guess there's people in it too, but you people are just glue to get me. Bring to the on the monsters! monsters. Right? So right, let's, let's skip it. So Jordan, if we tell you that all the plot from the movie you're watching is in there, but also like doesn't really matter, and it's basically 90 minutes of monster punching, does that mean, I mean you want to watch it more I was or less? Awestruck by the monster fights that I did see that were in a totally different movie, mind you, but. I was more interested. I remember like the mm-hmm. opening scene was like a very intense fight of some sort. And then they slowed down and they started talking about the real problem and like an eco terrorist and this orca machine. And then it turns out the wife was the bad guy. And I was like, Oh, we're going somewhere with this. This is cool. I'm invested. I know who to root for and shit. But if you're telling me I'm going to lose all that, I don't know. Well, you get, you get some of that. Like, they do set up clear uh, villains and protagonists, right? And they... Actually, that's... A, I should have been... There There are other performances. I think Damien Bashir is actually really good in this as the villain. But again, he doesn't have that much time to do much with it. Um, so, it's hard to say. But, yeah. I don't know. Kyle Chandler is, again, like... 
I think he says four words in the whole movie. Like he just shows up to like kind of look concerned once in a while. And then there, Lance Reddick is also briefly in the movie. Oh, like, I forgot unex- about inexplicably. that. Who's Lance Reddick again? I'll look at him up. He is in The Wire. He's uh, Cedric Daniels in The Wire, and he The Wire is where everybody knows him from. Oh yeah, I know that. He's I also the like it. concierge in John Wick. He's also in um, in Fringe. He's the chief. He's in Lost. He plays like a very unsettling character in Lost. But they assembled a lot of people for this, and then they had them do very little. They just kind of sprinkled them around the edges of the monsters. Hmm. I think in this case, maybe it was also that, um, you know, they wanted the Millie Bobby Brown character in it, and so they felt like they had to have Kyle Chandler, and then they couldn't think of anything for him to do, but then they'd already signed a contract with him, so they're like, sure, why not? You can be in this movie. So the dad and the daughter are in this one, too. I don't understand why any of them are useful in any way. Like, like I know the mom was, like, big on the monsters, but the dad didn't seem to give a shit about the monsters at all. And then <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown was more just like, what's up with mom and dad? Yeah, she takes a much more active role in this one. <laughs> Although, it's this is the problem of, like, any monster movie, is that, or gi- giant monster movie, a kaiju movie, because on some level, all the human participants have no real agency and right so they're just yeah like you have to sort of invent things for them to do yeah some notable exceptions in this one because they try to they do the classic thing where like but the smallest of little girls can have the biggest of it because she can well i don't want to give it away but are we ready for spoilers or are we not like what else do you guys have to say because i'd like to know what happened in the movie just watch it it's good smashy looks real good it it looks really good although i saw a lot of criticism from people in hong kong who were like wait because the fight one of the fight scenes takes place in hong kong and they're like that doesn't look anything like hong kong but it looks fantastic it looks cool it's just not hong kong it's obviously yeah. a fantasy version of Hong Kong because it's also like every building is like this one, like has a different, incredibly vivid neon color. Like it's clear that it's not Hong Kong. Right. Yeah. It's just for fun, which is the whole thing. It's just for fun. That should be their tagline. <laughs> and then they'd sell a lot, many more millions. People like fun. If you zone out for five minutes while the human characters are talking, it's totally fine. Just, just keep going. Um, is it fine if I zone out when the monsters are fighting? No, like, is no. there anything that I no. No, don't watch? The <laughs> actually, movie. need to watch. <laughs> no, it may not be for you. I mean, if you, yeah, if if just the thought of like lots of CG destruction, I mean, done incredibly well, incredibly beautiful, doesn't appeal to you, then this movie is probably not for you. Mm, okay. Um, I would also say that I. I, I'm not so I'm not fully vaccinated yet. Um, but when I am, and if it feels safe, like this is a movie I would want to see in theaters because I think it was really designed to be seen on a giant screen with like your whole body shaking anytime yeah. Godzilla or King Kong roars. Yeah, this is an IMAX one. Yeah, they do roar a lot, and the roars are real good. A lot of roaring. Okay. Excellent job, Foley artists or whoever sound effect people. They they sound really good. All right, let's uh, let's get into spoilers. So if you have not seen Godzilla vs. Kong and you're not named Jordan Crook and you don't want to be spoiled, you should stop listening now. If you are named Jordan Crook, give me a call. It's a unique name. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that there's an Anthony Ha who uh, runs a pop-up 
a Vietnamese restaurant in New York City. I'm gonna check it out too. Wow. Oz Duck Biet. That's crazy. We're gonna we're gonna mm. shake hands and then explode. There's a Jordan Crook that plays <laughs> high school football and is like probably gonna end up going to like Division One in college because he's taking over all my like if you image search me, it's like mostly him now. And it used to be like exclusively uh. me. Oh, I'm fine with it. The internet has so no, many pictures of me. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you should sabotage his career. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how I would do that. Should I, like, uh, I come mean, at his knee with a pipe or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's good that we're talking about this on a podcast. <laughs> it's like this happened to him. I wonder who they're going to come calling. Yeah, I mean, I, I if I get, like, a panicked... Um, message a few weeks from now from jordan that's like delete delete this part of the podcast delete this part of the podcast no i would never ever ever get rid of evidence mr officer that's listening i would never get rid of evidence i would also have no interest in hurting young jordan i'm very happy for his success yeah so if you can't find any none exists that's the takeaway (laughs) yeah okay so it turns out what's happening is that uh, I guess Godzilla and Kong have two different quests. Uh, Godzilla's quest is that he is really mad that this company, Apex, is building a robot Godzilla, a.k.a. Mecha Godzilla, and so that's why he's attacking them. Um, yes. And then Kong is... Actually, I guess he's just hanging out, um, but then the humans decide that he's got to go to the uh, into the hollow earth in order to tap into this mysterious energy source so that officially he can fight Godzilla, but unofficially so that this evil corporation can use the energy to create to like robots. Yeah. To turn on Mecha Godzilla. Wait, so they tell Kong to do that or Kong just wants to do that to fight Godzilla for no reason. No, they have to convince Kong and the way that they're able to do that finally is well first they just sedate him and put him on a big ship and they're like yeah, guess what we'll take we're, you here we go. we'll take you ourselves <laughs> free yeah. ride but then they do convince him but also using this little girl who can speak sign language to kong kong can speak sign language back who is like kind of rebecca hall's adopted daughter but she was just living on skull so it's not millie bobby brown oh my god you guys you know what i'm pretty sure so i started this movie at at a friend's house and i started the right one and then i came here like after like 20 or 30 minutes and like nearly finished the wrong one (laughs) because i remember that girl that's how much of a failure i am oh so you remember okay but i remember that girl because she's at the beginning of the, the movie if you came back and were like, wait a minute, this seems really different. Well, I wasn't like paying much attention to the plot. Like, you know, what plot, I, you know, like it's like, whatever, there's monsters fighting. I didn't think that I would need to know a whole lot. This is fair. Um, but yeah, the little girl, I mean, I'm sort of not into magical little children in general as, as a plot device. And then also she kind of... Well, she's like a leftover from from Kong Skull Island. And so one of the problems in all the King Kong movies is that on Skull Island, there are these natives and um, it's always racist in different ways. Um, In the original Mm -hmm. King Kong, it's natives who are just every sort of like African tribal stereotype. Um, In the 2005 King Kong, they're basically like monsters, like just terrifying zombie monsters. But 
that doesn't necessarily make it much better. And then in Skull Island, they're just these very docile, quiet, like saintly, uh, like South Asian types, which is, I mean, not like crazy offensive, but I was like, why did you need this? Just, there should be no people on Skull Island. Stop trying to make the natives work. Yeah. And she's like the last vestige of that. Yeah, they really didn't need to do that. I don't understand why they populated it. Because they don't even, like, they like all the people are imports, right? Like, the people they actually focus on. So, it's weird. But... Yeah. But it comes out here because she can talk to him. But she's just using sign language. So, could have been anybody, right? Like, Although she also, she does sign language. And then also, it seems like they have a psychic bond at the same time. Right, yeah. Which, again, is one of the things where you're like, this is a little unnecessary. Like, why not just have one or the other? Yeah, I, I, I guess they had to... I mean, the main thing is they were like, well, we got to convince him to go into the place when it's scary. And then that's the way they get him to go. Like, they bring him to the place, but then he's like, I'm not going in there. I don't want to go in that hole. And then the little girl's like, but it's home. Maybe your family is in there. And then he's like, okay, you're right. Good, good idea. So then he jumps down a hole into the middle of the earth, which, you know, that, how that works. But at one point, gravity reverses, so they have to build these <laughs> stupid sci-fi ships that just have some kind of anti-gravity protection engine right. to prevent them from getting smashed like pancakes when they hit that inflection point. Um, and then they pop through to middle the middle earth area, which is just, uh, it, it's just a beautiful lush jungle and then underneath it is also a beautiful lush jungle inverted yes and so then godzilla finds he fights some monsters and then finds um this like weird glowing blue power source which is connected to this uh glowing blue axe and meanwhile at the same time godzilla is like rampaging uh in hong kong where apex corporate headquarters are and um Mecha Godzilla is is about to be turned on because they've now found this power source. Although it's not a hundred percent clear to me that the power source actually made a difference. It was like because they don't actually connect anything up. Like and then the woman who works for the company gets killed on her way up. So maybe Mecha Godzilla would have turned on anyway. But uh, and then Godzilla also just really hates Kong too. I think or they they you know they Godzilla just fights every other Titan. Yeah. They have an urge to fight other titans for dominance, it seems like, right? Is there an existing hierarchy? Like, is Godzilla the, the top dog? I think Godzilla is king of the monsters. As of the end of the, the movie, of the that, movie. You, <laughs> that you saw, I think at the end of that movie, when he kills Ghidorah, he becomes the, the lead titan, um, and all the other titans bow to him. Uh, so he doesn't like Kong, um, and he literally uses his nuclear breath to blast a hole to the hollow earth, which is one of those things that's so dumb, but also awesome. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then he, 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 Godzilla climbs to the surface and they fight, they fight for a long time, but it's all very cool. And then Mecha Godzilla emerges and they decide that no, Mecha Godzilla is the real enemy. Um, yeah. But Godzilla won oh, yes. first. Like killed Kong? Yeah, but then they restarted his heart using uh, one of the stupid anti-gravity ships. <laughs> right. He, But it's also done in this way that's not super bloodthirsty. Um, that they, that Godzilla wins, and then 
Kong and like just like roars in uh, Kong's face, but then walks away without like sort of finishing the job. Right. But then Kong sort of staggers around and then like his heart seems to stop. And then they restart his heart while Godzilla is getting the shit kicked out of him by Mechagodzilla. And Kong's just ready to fight again. Team up with his yeah. old rival. Yeah, because he knows he sees the 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 existential threat to all of them. I think, but also the, it's a kind of he the lo- the losing is noble and gracious. It seems like, except that he's probably going to die of his injuries. But like Godzilla doesn't overdo it. Right? Yeah, and Mechagodzilla, you can tell, is evil. But it's partially because he's like the reanimated. In in some ways, it's the reanimated King Ghidorah because he's controlled from Ghidorah's skull. Mm. Yeah, another one of those things they mention once and then they just sort of don't make a big deal out of it. <laughs> and so you're like, is is that Ghidorah's brain inside him now? Is that what's happening? I don't. What was understand, the human's okay, justification sure. for making Mecha Godzilla and catchy fight, name by the to way to defend themselves from other Titans? But I thought the tit- the whole point was to like live peacefully together well they they couldn't stand it they couldn't stand being subsuming to the to the alpha of uh godzilla right like even though he was benevolent it was like they just rankled these guys and they were like just wealthy tech types and they were like we need to be the best so we'll build this thing instead i feel like every movie we watch there's like a bad tech guy i mean it's it's a really easy villain for the current time and it's one that you can get away with without um, incurring anybody's particular wrath yeah. most of the time, right? Yeah. I do think that says something about, yeah, the moment we're sort of living through, and I suspect that in five years there'll be some other kind of default bad guy. Like what? Who? I don't know. Take a guess. Politician? <laughs> I don't know. Although I think corporate CEO in general is, um, is a sort of universal... Uh, evergreen bad guy but the fact that he, that they're tech bad guys i think also yeah. is like a very kind of 2021 kind of thing yeah um so, <laughs> so they defeat uh they defeat mecha godzilla and then godzilla kind of gives this you know respectful nod to kong and then walks back into the ocean and mm-hmm. that's basically the end there's some other like wrapping up of human storylines but that's really the end of the movie fascinating and so they're they're at a peace. They're at a detente, I guess, right? They'll, yeah, but Godzilla's the king. World. Wait, is he? I don't know. He, yeah, he the other one's Kong. King Kong. But yeah, they never used that. I know. But Godzilla was definitely on the ropes. Godzilla was going to get killed by Mechagodzilla if it wasn't for King Kong. So I feel like there's an argument that King Kong earned supremacy by saving him there. Hmm. <laughs> Jordan has no <laughs> I mean, based on the information hands. that I've been given, it seems like Godzilla is supreme, but I have no skin in this game. Oh. I don't care. Yeah. They, they're both great. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think like the... That is the message, I think. In the um, original version of, of King Kong versus Godzilla, there was more of a sense that uh, King Kong was like the American monster and Godzilla was the Japanese monster. And so, like, who you rooted for, like, depending on, you know, your nationality. But yeah. that's not true here. Who this do you one, guys root for? Doesn't. It sounds like Daryl's on Team Kong. I'm not. I just want him to have some... Respect? Some re- representation. Somebody in his corner. But um, I probably am 
Team Godzilla because this is way cooler. He has a super laser blast, like whatever, that he controls with his crazy dorsal fins. It's awesome. King Kong doesn't have anything like that. He's just, I guess, pretty strong. Also clever, though. You know? Well, yeah, and he, and he has his intelligence. And they do kind of imply... Not that much intelligence, though. I think they imply he has more intelligence than that. I think that there, there's like the... Godzilla is dumb laser brain. So, you know, he has only a basic understanding. Although he seems Maybe to Kong show... Maybe Kong has more emotional in intelligence that you can see and empathize and relate to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yes. that's true. His face is definitely more expressive than the giant lizard face. Yeah. Apparently, um, so two things that uh, the director, Adam Wingard, said in interviews. One was that he did want it, unlike the original version, he wanted it to be super clear that there was a winner in the fight. And I thought mm. that, that he definitely did that. And then the other thing was that apparently Toho, the studio that owns Godzilla, one thing they insisted on was that Godzilla could not emote. Godzilla does not have emotions. He's like a ah. giant force of nature. Although I think there are a couple times here where he seems to have bit of emotion mm-hmm. i get that though i think that makes sense based on all the toho productions i've ever seen right he has a i thought i saw emotion from him in god of the monsters and the other I like that he's become god of the monsters <laughs> i know it's wait better, what is no. what was it supposed to be called he's king, king of, of the, the monsters? monsters whatever yeah he could be god king of the monsters <laughs> i promoted him <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so now that you've watched most of one movie and a little bit of the other, are you, are you going to finish both of them? What's, what's the deal? Yeah, probably. I'm much more into the, the King of the Monsters movie. I watched more of it, but also based oh. on our conversation, I feel like there's more plot for me to enjoy. Although now it's been fully there spoiled. Is. so um, There's a lot more uh, Coach Taylor in there, too. Yeah, I don't care about him as much as you do. And then... Um, oh, yeah, I might. I might. It's just, I feel like it just depends on the day, you know? I'm not like, I'm not urgent at all about it. Yeah. I like Shin Godzilla a lot. That's not even in any of these, is it? Correct. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That was like the most recent Japanese Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Super cool. Um, yeah, no, overall, I uh, I recommend Kong vs. Godzilla. You just got to go in with the right expectations sorry godzilla versus kong and yeah let your eyes glaze over i think i might maybe i'll put it on i have a lot of chores to do tonight so maybe that's a a good thing to just have kind of like playing just like action and get me energized to do a bunch of bullshit i think it's really fun it's just unadulterated fun and it's kind of like it gives you enough if you if you want to like think about the you can you have to do your work yourself, but you can think about like what kind of weird monster world used to exist in this middle earth place. And what was the hierarchy? Cause they give you a little bit of that, like just enough to kind of like set dress. So I think you might get, you might enjoy that part of it. Yeah. Check it out. Um, or <laughs> finish it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Daryl, do you have any final thoughts? No, no. I, yeah, I'd say, I say yay to this one. I say it's great. Just watch it and turn your brain off and have a good time. And it's like, you know, great length and everything. I never felt like it dragged or there was really, yeah, those two fights are so big and such 
crazy good set pieces. The one at sea, which we didn't really talk about that much, is also super awesome, like earlier on in the movie. So definitely check them out. All right. So if you have any thoughts on Godzilla vs. Kong, you can email us at info at originalcontentpodcast.com. You can also tweet at us at originalcontent. And of course, we always appreciate it when you subscribe and leave us a positive review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app. Daryl and Jordan, I will talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Yes. It's not the weekend. Oh, I see. That's... (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it.